Good evening, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. It's March 15th, 2017. I'm sitting in the car. It's like 28 degrees outside, so I'm going to make this one short and sweet, just enjoying the quietness of the studio. But what what a day. What a wonderful day. And it wasn't wonderful because it's peachy keen, but I just experienced so many uh, things today that got me connected with reality, got me connected with the Savior, and then it ended with me reading an, an article called A Panic Attack in Black and White, written by my good friend DT, Fab for Life, Surf Buddy, I'm going to school, and if he wasn't going to school right now, we'd be spending a lot, lot more time together just doing life together, but we're doing as much as we can now. He wrote this article, didn't even ask him for permission to share it, but I'm, I'm going to share it. It's on the web. Public domain, bro. So the article, it's on this his website, um, adventuresofdt.com, uh, called A Panic Attack in Black and White. So it starts off like this. It is a shame that stigmas exist for those who struggle. I struggle with you. There is a hope that I hate that you may never hear that you, you are not alone. Anxiety disorder statistics, quote, anxiety disorders affect 18.1% of adults in the United States, approximately 40 million adults between the ages of 18 to 54. This is from the National Institute of Mental Health, NIMH. May I leave you with this? There is a perfect physician and a prince of peace one we can find full rest in God, and he is good. But we do wrestle with him, and we wonder why for so many things, but I promise he is still good. I set the camera on continuous, held it out, and wrestled in prayer as I had a panic attack on the kitchen floor. Ten minutes. I'm still standing, and I'm still me, and I'm proud of who I am. God is good. He, I am strong. My weakness is made perfect in his strength. I love that line. That's my favorite line in the whole article. And he says, a, ma- a matter of fact, I'm stronger this afternoon than I was this morning. And every time, quote unquote, we defeat anxiety, we are stronger. God and I, you and me, us, we are stronger. Now pass it on. Don't let someone you care about be alone. <laughs> If you lament, if you struggle, if you cry, cry with those who cry. Lament with those who lament. Mourn until morning and be strong in your weakness. And then, and then DT posts uh, the pictures that he took of himself on the floor. And I just it was so real and so raw. This is what the church needs. And this is what I long for. When I, when I look in relationships, when I look for friendships, I, I'm basically putting out there, I'm a broken man in need of a savior. Who wants to join me? And so it it can either go one of two ways. People either meet me there and they go, you know what, bro? Like my buddy Bill, I I sent him a text and I just said, dude, I feel like a loser dad. Like losing my cool today because my son didn't tie his shoes right. And then the barrage started and and then he met me right there and in his own brokenness and his own parenting and I, I said, thanks for loving me. Thanks for meeting me there, bro. Like, he didn't try to rescue me. He didn't try to fix me. He didn't try to preach at me. He didn't give me you statements. He just gave me I statements and, and met me there. It was like joining at the hip in the midst of a struggle. 
it was like jumping in the water with me instead of instead of judging me for being for falling in a river you know so um i did it again yesterday uh, my, my buddy darius we, we haven't seen each other for years but uh called me up he lives in florida now and and we also met and we said hey let's pray bro let's pray together you like i'm glad what you shared here's what's going on in my life and that's by definition fellowship fellowship is sharing things in common and i i think what if what if church what if small group what if community life was was people being honest about their need for the savior and then putting it out there and saying, dude, me too. And then normalizing the state of mankind, which is in need of uh, in need of the Savior. So I wonder what it would look like. For sure, two people who have, who find fellowship and commonality in their in their dependence on God, on their need for Him, on, on their their need to to constantly lay at the feet of the the foot of the cross um, anger towards kids controlling the idol of control once that happens and once that takes place there is no room for judgment there's no room for for condemning thoughts there's no room for pride and thinking that I'm better than somebody else because I, I'm, I'm meeting them in a place of brokenness so man I I, I feel loved and, and not only that, but my wife got to share with me today some of her own struggles. And um, just to put our stuff out there, you know, we took we take our kids for regular checkups and, and you know, uh, they're like, yeah, it's a little bit behind the charts. For, for one, I get that, okay? I'm 5'1", my wife's 4'11". Four, four I, I don't expect six-foot kids, but, but still the anxiety is still real. The worry is still real. So you know what we did? We sat at the kitchen table and then and then because my wife is like best friends with my sister she sends her a text and says hey here's what here's what i'm worried about and then my sister texts her back what's the name of that spirit what's the name of the spirit that's taunting you and my wife goes i, I don't know what is it what does this mean i said we know exactly the names of this the name of the spirit is the spirit of worry the spirit of anxiety the spirit of fear I mean, this is spiritual language that even the world understands. Like the spirit that taunts me is the spirit of criticism. The spirit of being right. This is spiritual language that I don't have to convince anybody in the world that it's true because they know it's true. So it's easy to talk to. So as we sat at the kitchen table, my wife and I, we, we, we named the spirits that were, that were filling our hearts and then my sister sends another text and what truth will you replace that spirit with i just thought that was solid and so my wife said well what does that look like i said here's what it looks like lord in parenting right now i am not in control of of my kids uh progression or, or growth or you know even i was thinking like I'm, I'm not in control of how their body digests food and turns it into protein and turns it into growth but lord you are Yes, like to, to exchange the truth of God with a lie or, or the other way around, to exchange a lie that the enemy has fed me, that has given to me as a gift and says, open this and smell it and taste it and touch it. And if I were to just swap that out with some truth, man, that brings peace. 
that brings patience, that brings kindness, that brings goodness, that, be, that brings faithfulness, that brings gentleness, that brings self-control. And against such things, there is no law. Love, joy, peace, man. I, I love it. I love being in community and I love being broken because we can all be broken together and in brokenness, that's when my arrogance is, is squashed. I got no room for it. So if you are listening to this and you care to join us, uh, we've launched a 24-hour fast per the suggestion of my my buddy Bill, a.k.a. Frank Rizzo. So we're launching it and I want to feel it tomorrow. I want to feel the weakness that comes in my body as I thought that food is a need and I'm going to deprive myself of it. And every time I get a hunger pang, I, I'm going to my knees. Whether physically or mentally, I'm taking a knee, facing outboard, throwing up prayers. And, and my prayers are going to look something like this, okay? Lord, give me your eyes for my son. Lord, give me your eyes for my daughter. Lord, give me your eyes. I want to see the situation how you see it. Yes. Yes, so Lord, I choose today to allow you to love my son through me. I'm going to submit my attitude and my words to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I mean, let's start a movement. Let's start a movement of community groups who think like this, who talk like this, who confess like this, who, who bury burdens together like this. And everything in life being, Lord, give me your eyes for this. To be to be ministry couples, like I would love to see men and women, uh, husbands and wives, bring their anxiety to the t to the table, literally to the kitchen table, and say, "Babe, let me let, let me pray for you. Let's do this together." Lord, we're not in control here, and the spirit of fear is not from you. So we replace that with truth, and the truth is, you're in control, and you got this. In Jesus' name, amen. Bam, let's do this, everybody. I'm motivated. And um, let's share the war stories and let's do this. Love you guys. Peace.